You're listening to another episode of the Small Business Saturdays podcast. Listen to them all at smallbusinesssaturdayspodcast.com. Welcome to Small Business Saturdays, the Small Business Saturdays podcast, with your host and my husband, and my dad, Aaron Montgomery. Join the conversation. Let's talk some business. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome into Small Business Saturdays. My name is Aaron Montgomery, and you can find me at oursuccessgroup.com. Hopefully, everybody is having a great Saturday morning. I'm excited to talk to you guys today about building a compelling story and what that means inside of our small businesses. One of the reasons why this is such an important topic to me and one that I really felt like it was important to share with you all is that clarity of message is is very important when it comes to how we talk about our business, how we share our business, our marketing, all of those things. Most small businesses start out wanting to be everything to everybody, right? They want to be all things to anybody that has money in their hand. Those of you that know me know what happens when we try to be all things to everybody, right? So you can say it with me. We end up being nothing to no one. This is because we're not sharing specifically what our small business will do to help people. Our desire to help everyone clouds the message and no one gets it because they're not sure if it's going to be right for them. You know, is it actually for that person? Is that actually for that person? What is it that your business does? And if you can't be clear on that, then others are not going to be able to be clear about whether or not your services are right for them. So that's what we want to talk about here today. Hey everyone, Aaron here real quick. Sorry for the brief interruption. If you are getting anything out of Small Business Saturdays, please head over to oursuccessgroup.com forward slash SBS. We're going to send you some free resources and give you some more information about our success group and how we might be able to help your company even more. Thanks for tuning in. Now back to the podcast. All right. Well, let's dive into this. I, I want to get through this as quickly as we can here. So that way you guys can get off to your Saturday. I know we're getting close to the holiday here uh, for those of you that are tuned in live. And uh, there's probably lots on your to-do list. So I don't want to waste too much time here with you guys today. And uh, so let's go ahead and dive right in. Let me get that out of the way first. Now, so we're talking about clarity of message here. We, we're talking about how do we create a compelling story that we can tell around our business. And again, what happens to most of us is that we, as we're starting out, we don't have a lot of clarity in who our ideal customers are. And, and, you know, we're not sure who's going to be showing up and who's going to be ordering and any order is a good order. Right. And, and that's typically where we all start and I get it. Right. And, and I've been there, done that, uh, still do that still, you know, this is an area that I always want to be working on inside of what we're doing here at our success group. And, the nice part about all of this is there is a way to overcome this and and it all starts with kind of reframing the way we talk about our business and what we do. We basically have to become storytellers, not just the pushers of features. And that's what most of us do when we're trying to be all things to everybody. We talk about how great we are, all the things we can do, the features, the features, the features. What we need to do is instead we need to turn that into becoming storytellers. When you share your business as a unique identity through storytelling, you're building a bridge between you and your audience. And that's literally what's happening. 
you're on an island as your business, you're trying to get people onto your island and you need to build a bridge, a way that people can get from, okay, that's just noise to, ooh, that's interesting. That's a story that I want to hear. That's a story I want to be a part of. And so we've got to build that bridge. Um, you know, the other nice part about storytelling is it allows you to quickly share your mission, your vision, your values. And there's a formula that storytellers have been using for a long time to engage and keep people's attention. Now, this formula is something I've been studying and in a, and I'm actually working very hard to incorporate into the business clarity bootcamp that we'll be launching in the early part of 2022. Um, but according to Donald Miller, who's one of the main resources that I've been learning from on this topic, he says, if you can tell a story, you can create great marketing. So for this small business Saturday episode, I want to highlight a little bit of the parts of the formula that's going to help you change your mindset around how you describe your business. And then to close it all out, I want to give you four crucial parts of your elevator pitch that you must have to be successful. So with that being said, let's plan on diving right in here. Hello, Sandy. Thanks for being here. All right. So let's talk about the different mindset first. Um, and again, this mindset comes from this formula uh, this idea of all the different parts that a good story must have to be successful. And so that's what we're trying to do here, right? We're trying to become storytellers. And so let's highlight a couple of those things about how we're going to change our mindset, about how you describe your business, and, and then going from there. Now, when we talk about this mindset, as a storyteller, we need to first make sure we're talking as if we are always talking to the reader, right? And so I'm trying to figure out the best way to kind of say that. But I want to be talking to the reader and talking to them from their lens, right? How, how would they perceive this? And then we actually have to understand what they're thinking, right? And, and putting ourselves in their shoes, having that empathy, things like what's in it for them. What's the journey that they get to go on with you that you'll be the guide to help them achieve their goals? Have you heard about the five keys of business success called growing and launching your business? It's an online training program and you can check it out at oursuccessgroup.com forward slash five keys. While there, you can purchase the valuable online training modules and resources. It's over five hours of small bite-sized video training sessions broke out into 25 modules. Plus there are 26 specific action steps designed to cement the training and get you into action on building the right foundation. You also get tools you need beyond the five hours of proven training, like spreadsheets, example forms that you can use and make your own, plus policy and marketing templates and more. The Five Keys of Business Success is designed to help you learn to price your products for profit, enjoy confidence in your marketing, have an efficient workflow and process, wow your customers with amazing service, and know exactly what it costs to be in business each day. Skip the alternative of feeling lost and overwhelmed and stop losing money or not even knowing where you're at until it's too late. Invest in the Five Keys online training program today to get the foundation you deserve for your small business. Go to oursuccessgroup.com forward slash five keys. The most important mindset shift that we've got to have is this is the hero's journey, right? And I'm not sure if you've ever heard of that before, but it's something worth going to look up. Just look up what the hero's journey is. And it's basically the arc that every good story that's endured over the years has. It's a story of, of the hero 
that goes out into the world, something happens to them, they're away from home, something happens to them that's difficult, challenging, they have something to overcome, and then they um, overcome that challenge and then return home triumphantly, right? And just think about every single movie that you've ever enjoyed or story that you've ever read in there somewhere, you can see what the hero's journey is, right? I mean, Star Wars, Luke Skywalker runs into his dad and be, has this battle with his dad and then returns home the victor and, and marries or whatever. The, 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 no, not marries, is in the wedding of his sister. Yeah, he didn't marry his sister, right? So uh, all, of the, all of these things have this hero's journey inside of them. And what we need to do as far as our mindset, though, is we need to understand who the hero is. Right. And so normally what we do is we think we're the hero. Whenever we talk about our message, that elevator speech or our marketing message or whatever, our tendency is to want to be viewed as the hero, the one who saves the day. Um, but a good story allows for the customer to be the hero. And where you come in is going to be a little bit different, right? And so you're not the hero. The customer is the hero. So that's the first mindset shift that we have to have. The other thing that we've got to understand is that, okay, if you're not the hero, then what role do you play in the story? Because you need to play a key role in the story, but you can't be the hero. Because if you make yourself the hero, then the customers go, oh, well, there's already a hero of this story. I'm, I'm going to go somewhere else, right? Okay, cool. That's, that's their story. That's their hero's journey. Um, but if you make the customer the hero, now they're there and they're going, okay, hmm, they're, re they're the reluctant hero. Maybe they don't, you know, and, and again, this is another thing that you'll notice once you go and start looking at this from the perspective of this hero's journey is that most of these heroes are reluctant to actually become the hero. Right. They don't feel like they're worthy or capable. They don't have all of the information. It's not their fight. Right. In that kind of thing. Again, think about every story you've ever listened to or read. That, that's the way most of the good ones start. And so there's also another character in that story that is where you should place yourself and you should place yourself as that guide. Right. The mentor the person that's there to support, that helps them, that shows up at just the right time, at just the right moment, gives them just the right speech, gives them just enough knowledge that they're able to achieve and overcome the challenge or the obstacle, and then they return home as the victor, all the while that the, the mentor, the guide, the, the person uh, that's aiding them stands off to the side, proudly going, yep, I helped them, right? And guess what? That is you. You are that guide. You are that person that is going to give them just the right information, give them just the right service, give them just the right thing that they need in that moment to solve their problem. And so that's where you position yourself is as the as the guide to the hero. Now, I get it, right? We're we're talking about epic stories and all this other stuff, and we're talking about small business at the same time, you're going, wait a second, how did all these things mix and combine? Well, the reality is, is that in our world, we still need to act that way. Yes, it's not this epic two-hour movie adventure or, you know, book that's about yay thick, 
what it is, is it's a quick story about what is the problem they have. The problem that your customers have don't have to be life altering problems. It just has to be a problem that they have in the moment. And then you swoop in as the mentor to help guide them from point A, I don't have a gift to give to point B, I have a memorable, thoughtful, personalized gift that is going to make the person I'm giving this gift to very happy, right? And you are that person that guided them from point A over here to point B by designs, by helping them, by pointing out the things that they need, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And as you'll see, and when we kind of get to where we actually craft this, as you'll see, what happens is we don't go, okay, I'm your guide. Here's all the tools and things that I have, right? I've got a sublimation printer. I've got, you know, products that I've imported from China. I, I've got packaging. I've got fast turnaround. None of that stuff is important. What's important is you have the tools and resources that will support them as they decide what product they want, how they want that to look, the feeling that they're trying to achieve and accomplish with that gift and going from point A to point B. At no point do they care how you make that product, whether you have a $100 heat press or a $1,000 heat press. They don't care about that, right? That's all internal. That's all part of your story as your hero's journey in your business. So that's the mindset shift that we have to have. We have to go from being the hero right? I have all this great stuff. I'm the one, I'm the winner. Uh, my business is the greatest to I'm the guide. You show up with your challenge and I will help you get through that challenge. And so that's where then that all circles back into when we try to be all things to everybody, everybody's got unique, different challenges. We can group people into similar groups, right? But if we've got people all over in all sorts of different groups, how are you supposed to explain that story and make it make sense, right? It, it would be like the movie's hero showing up to the guide and then the guide takes them here and then the guide goes over here and now they're doing something else. And then, and you know, you'd have a, a, a 24 hour long movie just to tell the story of the guide, right? The guide in these hero's journeys they're just that small piece in the middle that kind of helps them get from point A to point B. The rest of their story, that's all in their life, right? They're just coming to you for that section in the middle. And so if we're trying to be all things to everybody, then again, that story would be nearly impossible to tell. So those are the mindset shifts that we want to have. Those are things we want to, we want to talk about. And, um, you know, that's how you want to get deeper into this. So once you start changing that mindset, then we go from being the hero, right? Into being the guide. And then how do we talk about that inside of our business? Again, I know that this all sounds like, oh my gosh, that's way out there. I'm not trying to write an epic novel or the next best-selling blockbuster movie. Correct. You are trying to write a market, marketing message that gets you sales, that gets results. And that's exactly what happened when they wrote that blockbuster movie is they came up with a story that got them results. So we just need to distill that back down and narrow it back down into the different parts and pieces. And so 
we're not going to go into all of the specific pieces of the formula right now. Um, that, that would be way too overwhelming. I know right now I've already introduced this and probably a little bit like, uh, I'm not real sure what he's talking about here. But I think if we can distill this down into four main parts that we need to have inside of our elevator pitch, that this will be a perfect place to start for you. Um, so let's do that. And then I'll give you an example of how we've kind of started changing and crafting a new message for our success group with this idea in mind. And then if you guys have any ideas or want to share or want to get feedback on what you're interested in, um, go ahead and put them in the comments if you're catching the live version. Otherwise, you can reach out at success at our success And I'm happy to give you some feedback on, on where you're at with your story, right? Okay, so let's now look at the four critical elements here and what they are. Okay, so the first element that we must have in a good story, and, and we're going to just use the elevator pitch as the easy way to start, because if you don't know what your elevator pitch is, then all the rest of your message is going to be really hard. So let's just start with the elevator pitch. For those of you that aren't familiar with what an elevator pitch is, it's that you get on an elevator with somebody, they strike up a conversation with you and they say, well, what do you do? And you've got one, two, maybe three floors that amount of time on an elevator to tell them precisely what you do and give them enough information that they're going to want your business card. And that maybe that if they don't even need your services, they're still going to be interested enough in what you do to then hand your business card off to somebody else. Right. And so that's an elevator pitch. You know, you walk into the networking event and somebody says, what do you do? You're standing there at uh, a party, you know, it's a holiday party or whatever it is for you. And you're standing there and somebody says, what do you do? You meet the, the mom or the dad from your kids sports or dance or whatever event. And they say, what do you do? That's the elevator pitch. All right. So within this elevator pitch, right, we need to have these four critical, crucial elements. And as you can see, for those of you watching live on the screen, it says character. You need to have a character. Now, that character is your ideal customer. That character is going to become the hero of this journey. So you need to basically be able to quickly describe who your ideal customer is and what, what best describes the state that they're in before they do business with you, right? So we'll get to some examples here in a little bit, but that's the first part is we need the character and that character is your ideal customer. Who are the customers that you serve or will serve, you know, if you're brand new, who will you serve and who are you hoping to serve? And then what is their state of being? You know, are they lost? Do they not have a good gift? Do they um, not have a way to stand out, right? And we'll get to that. That's the next part of it though. But where, where are they at? So describing that customer. For our success group, it's small businesses in the decorated apparel community. And, and that's our, our current customer, right? That's our current ideal customer is a small startup business. And, and we can get that refined down as much as we possibly can, right? So that's the first part. The second part, and then we'll, after I go through the parts, I'll show you how we can potentially put this together. The second part you have to describe is what is the problem? What is that common problem that your ideal customer has that they come to you to help to get help solving, right? And again, 
I think this is really important to state is that I don't want people to be confused that everybody's going to have this world changing, life altering problem that they need help with. We all need help with all sorts of little things throughout our day. And we always look to somebody somewhere, right? If I was a plumber, my customers would have a problem that their pipes are leaky or they needed to have something replaced or repaired. So what is the common problem that people call you for? As decorators, it's they need a gift, they need a uniform. There, there's some sort of a need that they have that you're going to be able to fill for them. That's more than just, hey, I need this commodity, right? If you're a commodity-driven business where, again, price is the only factor, then your story is not going to be very compelling because all it's going to be is based on money and the, the dollars. And if you think about all of the good movies or books that you've read, uh, very little logic is actually being <laughs> given to some of those things like the money, like, you know, where, where do they come up with all of the resources to build all of these amazing spaceships and things that they fly in? Right. Again, that's never part of the story. Right? I mean, that might be just a little side joke here and there, but it's never the main part of the story. So what is the problem that you solve for your ideal customer? The next part that is important to have is what is the plan, right? What is the process or how do you solve that problem for your ideal customer? You know, do, do you walk them through the design process? Do you, um, you know, give them fast service? So, so, you know, if they need a gift right away or if they need uniforms tomorrow and, you know, they don't have, a, a ability to make a minimum order requirement. How, how do you solve that? Right. What, what is when that ideal customer shows up at your door, what is the process that happens as clearly as you can describe it from when they show up at your door to when they leave as a happy customer? All right. So that that's the plan. What is the plan? And then lastly here, we need to then describe the success what is the specific success that your customer has that character that we talked about at the beginning then the first part what do they have what is that success that they have after doing business with you if it's a gift right the 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 receiver of the gift is super excited and happy because it was very thoughtful right and so wh what's the specific success so when we talked about the character and we talked about that current state that they're in right when we talk about the success that's the state that they're in after they leave doing business with your, your, your company. So those are the four key elements. And like I said, I want to give you a kind of a quick example here, and then I'm happy to uh, work through anything that you guys might have. If you want to just try this right off the top, that would be fantastic. But to give you an example of how this might work, I'm going to use our success group as the model. Um, remember at the beginning when I said we have to become storytellers, not just pushers of features. And again, most of us, when we first start trying to describe our business to others, we just talk about us, how great we are, the features that we offer. We did. And, and honestly, as our success group, when we first got started with everything going on and, and just trying to make sure that we were helping and supporting people, we just got out there and started sharing. And that's what we were sharing is how great we were. Aaron from our success offer, group here. I wanted to share with you about did. our book group, a program here at our success group where we work through a curated business book monthly. 
Each month, OBG will read and review a book covering different themes to give you a well-rounded education. These books are easily consumable. All are between about a 5 to 10 hour read or listen time. That's the other important part. There's always an audiobook available too. Part of this group, there's a managed, engaging Facebook group that's going to help you stay accountable. This group is moderated by a wonderful action taker, Wendy Rossman. Wendy's an active member in the OSG community, and she's also somebody that's going to help your business grow. At the end of the month, there are Zoom calls that encourage action. Knowledge is only as valuable as the action you take with it, and that's what we're all about here at Our Success Group. Check it out today at OurSuccessGroup.com forward slash OBG, and let's get started today. When we first got out there, this is what maybe our elevator pitch sounded like. Now, I, I didn't write down the specific thing that we were saying back then, so I'm just kind of remembering some of the conversations that I had. But when somebody would ask, you know, what do you do at our success group? I'd say, well, I offer biweekly live training, community support, and small business training based on my success principles certification. You know, our training's online and recorded so people can ask questions uh, live or watch at their convenience. We also have a five-point system that gives the framework for a business foundation, right? And it, at first glance, if you're not thinking about the storytelling part of that, I actually was reading through that and thinking about that going, gosh, that actually sounds pretty good. I mean, it's fairly concise. We offer biweekly live training, community support, uh, and, and training based on my success principles certification. Our training is online and recorded so people can ask questions live or watch at their convenience. We also have a five-point system that gives the framework for a good business foundation. That, you know, doesn't sound terrible, right? I mean, I actually could see myself really going with that for a long time. But when I convert that into a story format with those four key elements, you get something a little bit more like this, right? So I support overwhelmed small business owners that have limited time by providing critical actionable resources like online training, interactive workshops, advisory action-oriented mastermind groups, and success principles consulting. After those businesses become part of the OSG community, they have confidence in their business, clarity of how to succeed, and are making more profit, right? So I'm basically telling the same thing. I'm basically sharing the same information about what our success group does, but I brought in the character. I shared what their challenge was. And then I talked about what their lives look like after they've done business with our success group. All right. So which one is a more compelling story for you? That That's the question that you need to ask. Good morning, Chuck. Thanks for being here. All right. So. The second one is all about what we can do for them, right? You, you, we, I introduced the character that had the problem. And if you're a potential customer, you actually might relate to some of that. I support overwhelmed small business owners. So there's the problem. They're overwhelmed. They have limited time. So overwhelmed, limited time. Small business owners, uh, this is not always their full-time job, right? Most of the folks that we get to work are ideal customers. This is a side hustle. There's they're something they're just getting started. And they have another either full-time job or other responsibilities, uh, parenting, taking care of family members, all sorts of things. So so they have limited time. Uh, you know, most of the people that uh, that I get to work with and, and the people that are I, ideal customers, 
the biggest challenge they've shared with me that they have is how do we get all this done? How, how do we do it? And they're feeling overwhelmed because there's so many moving parts in a small business. So there's the description of the ideal customer and the description of their problem. And then our plan is to provide actionable resources like online training, interactive workshops, advisory and actually oriented mastermind groups and success principle consulting, right? So that's the plan. You can jump on any number of those things along the way and get help and support. And maybe I wanna get a little more into the details with that and be a little more descriptive about some of that and be a little more precise, right? And so we can always continue to update and improve our message. And so we've talked about the character, the problem, the plan, and then the success is the final part that closes the loop, that gets that hero back home after they've done business with or, or after they've become part of the OSG community, because we want to get that community feel in here. It's not just that they've done business with us. They've actually become part of the family, the community, the tribe, the whatever you want to call it. And they have confidence in their business, right? So we went from limited time and overwhelmed to having confidence, clarity of how to succeed and making more profit, right? As business owners, when we get into business, our goal is to make a profit. If our goal is not to make a profit at some stage down the line, it doesn't have to be our only goal, but a goal of a business always is to make a profit. If you don't have that as one of your goals, then you might not actually be a business. It may be more of a, a hobby or, or something that you're doing with your time, which is totally fine, but that's not who we can help, right? We have foundational tools for helping people make profit. And so I'm not that great at helping people support their hobbies. It, it's just not what I do and that's okay. It's not that I'm bad, they're bad or anything else. It's just not where my talents are best served, right? So. That's kind of a look at it, right? Again, the first one sounded just fine, but once you turn it into this story brand, it has a whole new meaning. It takes people on a journey. So with all that being said, again, that's what I wanted to share with you all today. If you want to dive deeper into this process, um, I'd first suggest reading the book that kind of got me started in a lot of this stuff. And it is called building a story brand, clarifying our messages so our customers will listen. The author's name is Donald Miller, and uh, you can actually get a copy of that. Just go check it out. This takes you to an Amazon link. So it's osg.link forward slash story brand. And uh, I think that's a great place to start. Then you can also check out, uh, they have a great tool here, a great resource that I think is worth also looking into and uh that is mystorybrand.com and there it is okay so mystorybrand.com so those would be the first places to start hi i'm kyleen and you're listening to an episode of the small business saturdays podcast do you want to subscribe to the small business saturdays podcast head over to smallbusinesssaturdayspodcast.com there are tons of ways to subscribe. Click on your favorite and grab all the information about growing your small business. So that's what I got for you guys. Hopefully that was helpful. Hopefully that helps you change your mindset into how you're telling your story. And, and just getting to that point where even if it's just that quick Facebook post about something that you've got going on, if you just change that mindset really quickly to 
how do I make this a story where the person that I'm talking to is the hero? If you can just change that little bit right there, you're going to dramatically improve your messages right away. All right. So just start with that and uh, then start crafting your elevator pitch that has these four areas of it. Let me just get those back on screen here real quick. The character, what the problem is, what the plan to solve that problem is, and then what their lives, what the success looks like after you've solved their problem. So character, problem, plan, success. Have those four things in your story. And I think you're going to find uh, that you'll get a lot more clarity and people will understand way better what you do. And they will be more attracted and more interested in wanting to engage with you and your business. All right. That's what I got, guys. Have a great rest of your Saturday. Thank you so much for being here. And uh, next week, we, we will be back, even though um, it's kind of the holiday here for those catching the live version. It, we're going to actually have a Saturday. It'll probably be a quick one. And it's Small Business Saturday, the, the, the Small Business Saturday that everybody looks towards, even though we do Small Business Saturdays every week here. But uh, next week, we're going to be talking about uh, how gratitude brings positivity and success to your business. So we'll Thanksgiving, thankfulness, gratitude all mixes in well together. So that's what we'll be talking about next week. Looking forward to talking to you then. Hopefully everybody has a great rest of your Saturday and we will talk to you soon. Thanks for tuning into another episode of Small Business Saturday Podcast. We appreciate having you as part of the community of listeners. Tune in for the live video sessions at facebook.com slash aaronmontgomery.info to become part of the active community. You can contact me directly at aaron at montcoconsulting.com. Thanks again for listening.